Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Wednesday. It is the 14th of September. This is your first from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. A teenage girl in Des Moines who was the victim of rape and sex trafficking has been sentenced to five years of probation and deferred judgment for killing a 37-year-old man who allegedly assaulted her multiple times. Piper Lewis, who is now 17 years old, was 15 when she fatally stabbed Zachary Brooks after she says he assaulted her again. She pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter and willful injury. Lewis addressed the court from the witness stand yesterday. She says she is accountable for what happened, but that it came out of betrayal and trauma. I repeat, I wish the events that took place on June 1st, 2020 never occurred. But to say there's only one victim to this story is absurd. Because Lewis was convicted of a felony, she was also ordered to pay $150,000 in restitution to Brooks' family. Her attorney protested, forcing her to pay the family of her alleged rapist. But Judge David Porter said state law makes no exceptions. Lawyers for Iowa's largest abortion provider argued in court documents that there's no precedent or legal support for bringing back a law banning most abortions. A judge had permanently blocked it in 2019, saying it violated the state's constitution. Planned Parenthood lawyers from the American Civil Liberties Union of Iowa were responding yesterday in state court filings to arguments made by lawyers for Governor Kim Reynolds. Reynolds contends that federal and state Supreme Court decisions have changed the legal landscape and justify reversal of a judge's decision that declared the law unconstitutional and therefore unenforceable. A hundred Iowans opposing Canadian Pacific's acquisition of Kansas City Southern gathered in Davenport last night to address the federal regulatory board that could stop it. IPR's Zachary Oren-Smith tells us residents say they feel the process is on a fast track. The Service Transportation Board extended its public comment meeting into the night as speakers opposing Canadian Pacific's expansion clear down to Mexico lined up. Rebecca Howe is the president of the Merrill Hotel in Muscatine, Iowa, one of the many railroad towns in eastern Iowa expecting to see some of the highest increases in train traffic. It's really unclear as to exactly what they're doing, but I think it's 21 trains on average will be going through that town per day. That's going to have a drastic effect on the downtown, which is, um, and the riverfront, which is the biggest asset Muscatine has. Canadian Pacific completed its acquisition of Kansas City Southern back in December of last year, but the two companies will operate independently until the U.S. Surface Transportation Board makes its determination. The board is expected to issue a decision early next year. A Dallas County man who allegedly tried to take a police officer's gun during the January 6th, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol could face one of the longest sentences yet delivered to any capital riot defendant. The Des Moines Register reports prosecutors in a filing are recommending that Kyle Young of Redfield be ordered to serve more than seven years when he's sentenced later this month. And the Iowa Department of Natural Resources will treat an invasive species that was detected in the Iowa Great Lakes last month. As IPR's Kendall Crawford explains, local organizations are coming together to tackle the quick spread of Eurasian water milfoil in East Okoboji. The fast-spreading invasive species can cause dense mats of vegetation that disrupt recreation and overcome natural plants. But eradicating it comes with a big price tag, $335,000. Spirit Lake Fisheries biologist Mike Hawkins says they've been able to raise the funds quickly with help from local government and water protection groups. He says the community wants to invest in a long-term solution. A very unanimous decision was that if there was a chance that we could 
eradicate this plant, that we should take that chance and, and, and go very aggressively. The DNR will begin applying herbicides to target the species this week and continue until next spring. Its application will not impact native species or recreational use of the lake. Thanks for listening to Here First from IPR News. It's a podcast you can find wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters. Support for IPR comes from The Healing Room at Upstream Functional Medicine, offering medical spa services that support the body's natural ability to detoxify from environmental challenges. Learn more about The Healing Room at upstreamfm.com.